0: Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Well, let's talk about sex this morning. What better thing to talk about, right? Um, The church has avoided this conversation so many times when... Scripture has much to say about sex, much to say about sexual intimacy, and, and in fact, there's a whole book, Song of Solomon, wrote um, dealing with sexual intimacy. And in our Bible reading today, in First Corinthians, there's so much sexual sin that Paul writes to them concerning uh, what what sexual blessings are, um, what what it is to be a. Um, to have a healthy sex life and uh, I think this is so important for for us to talk about and I know sometimes it seems awkward but but this is a gift from God sex is something that God has given us that is he's blessed between a man and a woman in marriage and um, there's, there's so much uh, fruit that comes from a healthy sex life. And when you see um, what he says to the Corinthians, it makes sense. He says in chapter 7, he says, Now, in response to matters you wrote about, and so he's writing back to them, he says it's good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman concerning those issues you're talking about. But verse 2, it says, But because sexual immorality is so uncommon, Since we're all sexual and moral so easily, since it's so common, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife, and each woman should have sexual relations with her own husband. A husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise a wife to her husband. A wife does not have the right over her own body, but her husband does. In the same way, a husband does not have the right over his own body, but his wife does. Do not deprive one another except when you agree for a time to devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again. Otherwise, Satan may tempt you to become because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command. Paul says that because we are so um, easily sexually immoral, because it's so common to be um, sexually immoral, he says. Have sex with your wife, and and wife, have sex with your husband regularly. In fact, um, he doesn't give any domination in the sex bed. He says, "Wife, your body is the husband's, and husband, your body is the wife's." He says, "Do not deprive one another. Do not um, hold from one another. Sex is not to be used as a token. Not to be used as a as a tool to get what you want. It is part of a marriage and a blessing of of intimacy together." And, and and when there is a strong sex life, there is a strong intimacy that goes beyond just physicality in a marriage. Um, I read a book one time. Uh, I was actually asked um, to to read and, and give a review on from uh, Kevin Moore, who's a previous pastor of mine, um, and and he wrote a book called Sex Is and he talks through the Song of Solomon and walks through what sex is and he makes the argument that sex is wonderful, it's designed by God, it's unifying between a man and a woman, it's part of the way God makes man and woman one. Sex is the harvest of mutual admiration. There's a, a blessing of, of, of admiring one another in that time. Sex is love expressed. It's a way to express um, those feelings of love and those choices of love. Sex, a fruit of strong friendship and this blessing of, of no one closer to you. Sex is the triumph of a passionate pursuit. And so as you're pursuing, it's it's this, this uh, Lap in in a which when you're you're racing, you you've, you cross the line each time making a lap, and and I, I don't mean to minimize sex in that way, but but there's a, a, a sense of triumph, there's a sense of of joy in, in being able to to pursue and, and knowing that 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 pursuit's not in vain. Um, sex is feasting. There's a the, the Song of Solomon talks about it as a feast, as as something we enjoy and, and indulge in in a in a in a God honoring way, and so. Today, let's talk about sex, let's think through our sex life and, and uh, it's so important to, to um, give every aspect of our life to God, it's so important for every aspect of our life to surrender to God's um, commands and His, his, his authority and, and His ways. And here in the scripture he says, to not deprive one another, to love one another and to, to have sex often with one another so that Satan doesn't tempt you with, with um, other sexual uh, sins. And uh, as I counsel time and time again, oftentimes um, marital counseling deals with sexual intimacy uh, more than you can imagine. And in those times, um, many of the situations where infidelity, um, adultery, uh, pornography, many of those situations comes from uh, originally uh, unhealthy sex life. And so I want to challenge you, my, my married people that are listening today, um, to, to take in the, the consideration of your sex life and, and give it to the Lord and say, God, am I honoring you in this? And, and talk to your spouse and ask that, that y'all would honor God together and, and that, that you would see um, God grow the health of your sex life. Um, A word to the unmarried and the widows. Um, I don't want to leave um, anyone out, and Paul didn't either. And so in verse 8, he says, I say to the unmarried and to widows, it is good for them if they remain as I am, being single. But if they do not have self-control, they should marry, since it is best to marry than to burn with desire. And, and he talks through um, the picture of, of if there's a desire in you that causes you to sin, it's better to be married, he says. But to be married, I give this command, not I, but the Lord. A wife is, is not to leave her husband, but if she does leave, she must restrain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. It's talking about reconciliation between a man and a woman here. Um, but he goes on and talks about how it's good to be single as well. There's a blessing of being single. And in fact, he says at the beginning, I wish you could remain as I am. And that if, if you were able, if God gives you this gift of celibacy, of, of being single, whether um, it's been all of your life or just the season of your life, use it to run after God with everything you have with no distractions. And, and, and ask God to, to fulfill every desire you have and for him to be uh, the one that, that is sufficient for you in your life. And so this morning, it's a way to start your morning. Start um, the morning with talking about sex. What about sex? Well, the Bible has much to say about it, and I hope this has been a blessing to you. And I just pray that today you would rejoice in who God is and honor Him in every aspect of your life. Father, we love you. I pray for the marriages of our church, and I pray for their sex lives. God, I pray that you would bring great intimacy within the man and woman that are married in our church, God. God, uh, that strong families would build a strong church. I pray for for uh, counsel, um, Lord, for, for those that need it. I pray for encouragement for those that need it. And I pray for husband and wife to be able to have conversations um, about this very thing. And so, Lord, may we surrender all things under your authority. And, Lord, give um, every part of our life, every aspect, um, consideration of how we're honoring you. We love you, Lord. It's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.